happy Merry Christmas Eve. I wanted to do a Christmas Eve uh, edition because there's still so much that is currently going on. All right, there we go. Now we should also be live on Facebook, on Getter, on YouTube, and Twitter. Let me change the privacy. Remember, for those of you guys sharing and viewing us on our Secure the Border private page, you guys can share this video from my personal page or from the Alliance for Save Texas page. Uh, and thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, if you guys are like I am, I have been cooking the last two days. I'm taking a break. I needed to sit down, but there has just been uh, for a moment uh, before I prepare the next dish uh, for Christmas dinner tomorrow. But there's just been so much information, so much ongoing. Um, and please just let me know if you guys can hear me and see me okay. Just give me a thumbs up. Uh, hopefully all the audio and everything works. But there's just been so much going on over the last few days uh, and in today even that I just felt the need to go ahead and do a Christmas Eve edition because this invasion is still ongoing. So I wanted to discuss some of the latest information, some of the latest breaking news with you guys. Uh, and hopefully at the end of it, just kind of like last time, I kind of had fun uh, for those of you guys who are able uh, to watch this live, um, you know, see see any conversations and comments that you guys might have. We might go over some of that. But, uh, of course, we'll be uploading this version, the audio version, onto our podcast uh, everywhere from Spotify, iHeart, Google Play, uh, Audible, so on and so forth. Of course, at our website, securetheborder.us. But let's just dive right on into it Let's get started, shall we? Okay, so thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, today is Christmas Eve, December uh, the 24th, 2022. This is the Christmas Eve edition uh, with 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 still the ongoing invasion at our sovereign border. Um, and there's a few things that I wanted to cover. First, please, guys, please like and share, like and share, like and share. If you're watching this on Facebook, Twitter, Getter, like and share. Uh, let me just make sure everything is up and running and Getter. Yep, looks like it. All right. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. I, I hope that you guys are having a blessed Christmas Eve. I hope if you are here in the great state of Texas or anywhere else in the United States watching this uh, or listening to this, I hope that you guys are staying warm. Today was a little bit better. Uh, it wasn't as windy here in North Texas. Uh, it's still cold. Uh, and unfortunately, my car decided not to start yesterday. So I've been pretty much homebound the last two days. I'm hoping that it's just because of the weather and that we just need a boost uh, with our uh, battery there. But anyways, I want to go ahead and get right straight to it. Um, th there's a lot going on in El Paso. I uh, started and wrote a few different pieces over the last few days. Uh, my friend and colleague, my brother from another mother and father, Anthony Aguero, has been on the on the ground 
daily, several times a day, going live, showing you guys exactly what's going on over there in El Paso. Uh, it's just, it's just utter chaos. I was talking to my friend, Kathy, uh, she called me earlier, the great Kathy Countess. And, and, and she, she had said, oh my gosh, like even me and, uh, you know, my, even me and my significant other, uh, you know, uh, they almost ran into a, uh, a mother, I think she said, and a daughter, uh, and illegal aliens running across the highway. Uh, thank God they, they, they were able to avoid them, but this is, and, and that's exactly what Anthony's been talking about as well. El Paso is just complete and total chaos. So many, oh, hold on one second, guys. My battery is about to die. Hold on. That would be really bad. All right. I forgot to plug in my laptop. Uh, I need a new laptop. It, it gets to like 20, 30% under um, full, 100%. And it decides that it wants to just quit. It's, it's all an attempt uh, I swear to get me to buy a new laptop, but I refuse to do so. So I've just got to constantly keep it plugged in <laughs> and hopefully maybe eventually buy a new battery and see if that works. It's the same crap that they do with our cell phones, you know, anyways, sorry for that. Um, but yes, you know, just the total and utter chaos that's been going on. Anthony's gone live several times. Uh, I put out a new Substack piece, uh, guys, uh, if you guys have seen me post some of the Substack um, articles that I put out there. Uh, in addition to the blog pieces that we put up on securetheborder.us uh, on the website, I've now started a Substack because there's just a much bigger audience there. And I'm hoping to get this information out there to the masses. Uh, the last time that I was on live with, uh, with Anthony, I went over a Harvard study that, uh, that discussed on, it did a poll, the Harvard University did a poll and showed that over, I think it was like 87% of Americans really had no idea, thought that like 500,000 or less had came in since the Biden regime assumed office um, illegally into the country. They really have no idea how bad things have been over the last two years and continue to be and continue to escalate. Um, you know, so we need to be able to push this information out there. So I know that there's a lot of other great minds, uh, Matt Bonacci, uh, with the Calvary dispatch. I definitely want to encourage you guys to follow him on Substack. Um, he puts out some great information. He's over there in Kinney County. Um, and his sarcasm is just Par none. It's, it's great. Half the time I'm, I'm just chuckling, just laughing uh, as he puts out some really good, relevant content and information happening right down there in Kinney County. Uh, and then I think Todd Benzman, Michael Young, se several others have a sub stack. So I said, let me let me dabble in that. Uh, now, if you guys log on to my sub stack and use the link and I'll make sure the links are in the comments and all of the all of the social media posts after after this uh, podcast is done. Um, there is a free version that you can subscribe to. And then of course there's a monthly subscription and a yearly subscription as well. And actually I've already had a few people, uh, sign up for the paid subscription. So thank you very much for that. Cause that's all going to go towards helping keep me on the road 
And uh, as we go through this podcast today, I'm going to talk about a few other pieces that I'm currently working on. And I think I'm going to save some of those important stories um, for some of the pay subscribers. Uh, it's not very much. I think it's it's like a few dollars a month. So uh, thank you guys uh, for those of you guys who 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 are able to to subscribe um, and and you know pay monthly or even yearly. Thank you for that. I greatly appreciate it because you guys know I've been doing this all out of pocket this entire time over the last two years. So every little bit helps. Uh, and that is separate from the nonprofit. Of course, we have our Alliance for a Safe Texas, and you can donate to the nonprofit on our website, uh, directly to the nonprofit on our website through at uh, securetheborder.us. But um, again, there is also a free subscription tab there as well at Substack. And you can also uh, hear the podcast. One of the reasons that I, I've, I've been trying to learn Substack and I can upload videos on there. Uh, the podcast version can also be uploaded on there. Um, so it's, it's, it's a pretty neat feature. And there's also an app. <laughs> like There's an app for everything, right? Uh, so there's an app there. So as soon as um, new content is put out and released, you can set the notifications and you would get it immediately and be immediately in the know. And it's very easy to share uh, directly from the um, from the uh, the app as well. I had somebody reach out to me, Peggy reached out to me and she sent me an email the other day and she said, you know what, I'm being censored on media. I'm noticing that all of my border stuff that I'm putting out there from anyone is being uh, in any news outlets, it seems to be being censored. And I'm like, yeah, it makes sense. I mean, even going through my own Facebook feed, I could see the major difference between, you know, me when I post silly photos, uh, you know, or videos of my wonderful fur baby, because uh, he's just so cute and adorable. Um, and he's 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 worthy of sharing uh, <laughs> to the world um, to bring a smile on your face uh, compared to some really uh important vital information, you know, in articles and news pieces and blogs and uh, things of that sort. Uh, and so, you know, during that conversation, that email conversation, we were going back and forth and I said, we got to keep on trying. And so this new Substack is another effort, another way that we're going to try to kind of uh, get that information out there. So uh, please subscribe to that. You can find it under the Mid-Cities Conservative uh, Sheena Rodriguez at Substack. Anyways, let's get right to it. So uh, going back to El Paso, I want to share one of the uh, blogs that I had written. And a lot of it has, I share a lot of information uh, that is provided from Boots on the Ground, whether it be Anthony, of course, I love promoting his work. And I know that, you know, he goes on for hours. Oh, my God.
Okay. Yeah. Something did go wrong with broadcast. I'm so sorry about that, guys. Uh, for whatever reason, my laptop just died. Apparently it unplugged. You know what? Subscribe, please, if you're able to, to my Substack because I'm going to be using some of that money, hopefully, to get a new laptop that I desperately need to bring this information to you guys. I hope that you guys can hear me. I hope we're back. Give me a thumbs up or something. Let me know that we're back. It looks like we're still streaming live on Getter or on Twitter. Yeah, and Getter. Sorry about that, guys. See, it's raw, uncut. This is real. I I look pretty rough. I've been cooking, like I said, for the last two days. Um, So, yeah. And then, you know, hiccups happen. All right, good. Thank you. We're back. Thank you, guys. All right. So please like and share, like and share. Let's get back to what we were talking about. So um, one of the first articles or more recent articles uh, thanks to a lot of the footage uh, and, and pictures and information, thanks to Kathy Countess, uh, that's out there in El Paso. This is from a few days ago. This is a photo. You guys can find this actually on the Substack and also on our website under the blog, uh, securetheborder.us. Um, but th- this is where <laughs> we had released this information before the mainstream media started, you know, talking about it. Uh, Governor Abbott deploying the Texas National Guard to El Paso, um, and I and and when I first started putting this blog piece out, I saw some of the comments on some of social media going, "Wait, wait, wait a second! You mean they weren't there before? No, the National Guard, the Texas National Guard, was not there. And and even the times that I had visited uh, El Paso, you'd be hard pressed to find some uh, Texas DPS forces." mainly because uh, the city mayor um, that that is very Democrat, very left. Of course, this is the home of Veronica Escobar uh, and the like, right? Uh, and Beto, uh, Robert Francis, uh, fake attempt at a, of a Mexican. Uh, he's not at all. Uh, you know, O'Rourke lives over there as well. They didn't want uh, any federal or any Texas forces over there. So after, uh, and that was one of the reasons why, according to Kathy, she had stated that the mayor was on a local news station stating that one of the reasons why he was hesitant uh, to to declare a state of emergency uh, was because he did not want the border to be militarized, El Paso border to be militarized, um, because he knew that once he declared a state of emergency, that Governor Abbott then could uh, go ahead and deploy those forces uh, into the city of El Paso. And and that's exactly what had happened. So then he sends uh, Texas Guardsmen over there uh, to El Paso. That's when we saw some more photo ops, um, you know, of, of um, and, and this has nothing to do. We have some very honorable men and women serving in our Texas National Guard. Okay. They're under, they're serving currently under the direct order of Governor Abbott. And what I thought was interesting was that, um, you know, the the mayor of El Paso went on to say, let me stop sharing this because I want to, we actually touched on this, said Remember, he said that he did not want, um, you know, Governor Abbott, the, the, the El Paso to be militarized, yet he decides to call out for help 
to the UN to intervene because nothing says not being militarized as blue hats invading El Paso and the sovereign state of Texas and the United States because that doesn't scream the militarization of the border but he was on the mayor of El Paso um, was on CNN uh, stating that he believed and this is according to uh, uh, RT which is a Russian mind you uh, this is a Russian uh, uh, media source um, that I do follow. I, I follow a lot of different sources because just like the Daily uh, Mail in the UK, you can find a lot of really good information about what's occurring in Texas and in the United States in other countries' media more so than you can in the United States. I mean, go figure, right? Uh, but my point is, is that uh, he was saying that he did not believe that the federal government uh, and the Biden administration um, had the means to properly deal with this uh, active invasion that was occurring in the city of El Paso and in the state of Texas. Now, of course, those are uh, my, my words being interjected there for the recap of what he said. He said, we need to work together. This is a city a mayor, the, the mayor city, the city of El Paso mayor. We need to work together regardless of parties, because this is a U.S. United States problem. And again, it's not that you guys can't read it, but we put it up there on the podcast version. So that's why I'm reading this for our podcast listeners. Uh, said the El Paso, El Paso, Texas mayor on Wednesday in a CNN interview. It is not an El Paso problem. It's a lot bigger than El Paso. I honestly believe it's bigger than the United States. We need to work with the UN to work with other countries to be able to come up with a program that becomes humanitarian for everyone. So the mayor of El Paso did not want Governor Abbott to deploy Texas National Guard and Texas DPS into El Paso, citing that, uh, you know, he didn't want the border militarized. However, he calls on the UN. Do you know how dangerous that is? Number one, number one, the United Nations is the number one human trafficker in the world. We have talked about this over and over and over and over again. Okay, using our taxpayer dollars, by the way, using our taxpayer dollars. Now he's asking and calling for saying that this is such a disaster. He has no faith in the federal government, uh, by the way, who he supports being a Democrat. Right. Um, and this is his regime and my orcas that is allowing this to occur uh, and, and actually facilitating this. Um, but he's calling for the U.N. to step foot and aid in the city of El Paso. That's frightening. That's frightening. I mean, the idea itself is frightening. That's not conspiracy theory, guys. I just showed you. Not conspiracy theory. Anyways, <clears throat> Tucker Carlson the other day uh, also then went on, uh, he, he went pretty hard on Governor Abbott. Governor Greg Abbott uh, went on his show 
And I would show you guys the clip, but after the last hiccup that we had uh, with the audio, I, I, I don't want to have another hiccup like that right now until I figure out how to make that better. But in a nutshell, uh, you know, uh, Tucker, uh, Tucker Carlson with Fox News on his show, uh, the one show that's halfway still decent uh, and that still sh and, and shares sometimes relevant information, uh, basically asked Governor Abbott, like, what the heck are you doing? This is Texas. You're, you're the governor of Texas. Why isn't this invasion being stopped? And, uh, you know, Governor Abbott goes on to say, oh, well, you know, sometimes our Texas forces, you know, some of them are, 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 are their contracts are ending. So we're having like he's, he's skirt tailing around the question. He's not even answering it at all. Like there's no attempt at all. Uh, and, and Tucker basically said, like, no, wait, just just do it. Like you would be a folk hero. You would be sung about for generations to come. Just do it. You could run for president. Just do it. Secure Texas. You know, use the Constitution, both the state constitution of Texas and the federal constitution, the U.S. Constitution, and invoke those powers that you claim that you've already invoked and actually do something. Well, again, I want to point out, going back to the article that uh, that we wrote, about Governor Abbott's employing the Texas National Guard there. <clears throat> in that article, we described and Kathy <clears throat> provided photos of on how the Texas National Guard um, was essentially being used once again, just like we've seen all across for the over the almost the last two years now across the Texas border. They are there to aid the refugees and to qu quickly and quietly attempt to bus as many of these illegal aliens out of sight, mainly sending them to D.C. and to New York. That's his words, and I cite everything in this article. There's the Texas Guardsmen right there. There's the loads of buses right there. Um, now, I will say that they um, these are more illegal aliens. So, guys, please go and read that if you haven't read that one. Uh, there's a lot of, I cite all of the information, click on those links and you guys can see the information for yourself. Um, but the the reason there was also uh, the Texas guardsmen were also setting up uh, C wire concertina wire along the border and they deployed some more Humvees down there uh, as a show of force, because of course you guys know that there was just thousands, literally thousands of them camping out there along the riverside, the, the banks of the Rio Grande. Uh, they were just pouring on, on over, just causing mass chaos. Uh, and the federal government came in and said, no, 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 you can't do that. And started cutting down the sea wire. started cutting down the sea wire. It was reminiscent of the case in the Del Rio sector where the Texas guardsmen actually had uh, locked the, 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 uh, the wall, the gate on the wall. And then you had uh, DHS forces coming in there and unlocking them on private, on a Texas citizen's private land. Unlocked it, cut the bolts off, unlocked it, and then just allowed the illegals to just pour right into a private citizen's property who had given authorization to the Texas National Guard to shut the gate. Now, I've said many times that this is the federal takeover of a sovereign state. 
It's just yet another example. And so, of course, going back to the Tucker's piece and the question of just do something, you, you stated that you declared an invasion, yet we haven't seen anything substantial be done. You stated in a tweet that uh, that, that, that Anthony referenced to in his live that, that, uh, that I was a guest on a few days ago, you know, that, oh, you're, the Texas forces are, uh, Texas National Guard are pushing back these migrants, quote unquote. That's not happening. You're allowing the federal government to literally take over our sovereign state and to dictate to our forces and to undermine them. You're allowing this to happen. In other news, uh, during many of Anthony's lives, you know, the, he's, there was a lot of NGOs that were out there. There was a lot of uh, submit, quote unquote, good Samaritans out there. Uh, and guys, please like and share, like and share, like and share the video. And I'm hoping to that, um, you know, maybe while you guys are, are sitting around and uh, <laughs> vegging out for those who aren't able to tune in live after, you know, a nice meal and after enjoying Christmas, uh, you know, with with your family. Um, that for those of you guys who will be watching the rerun of this, uh, please just like and share this still, this information, because it's important. So um, Anthony, during, like I said, going back to that, during several of his lives, were showing that these NGOs were out there and these quote unquote good Samaritans passing out blankets, passing out food. Uh, there was a, a, a group or an organization that came there and started handing out toys uh, to all of these children of these illegal aliens that were just roaming around the streets. And then he also showed live, live um, on how these men, because remember the vast majority of the men are, are, are men. Yes, you do have some women. Yes, you do have some children. But just like we've seen over and over and over again, uh, the vast majority are young military aged men. We're stealing food, stealing blankets, stealing the toys from these children. I mean, what do you expect, right? These people are already breaking the law. And as it was, the ones that were standing out there, according to Anthony, who did a live interview with a woman from a, a local uh, uh, NGO, a church, um, by her own admission said, yes, you know, we're, we're trying to encourage these people because it was freezing temperatures uh, to, to go into to, to seek shelter, especially those the women with the children, um, you know, to go seek shelter so that they don't freeze to death. Uh, but even she had also explained and confirmed uh, live on air with Anthony that, yes, uh, those who are mainly the ones that are out here on the street are either they want to be out here or they do not have the proper documentation. And I uh, had cited a lot of the information that Anthony put in his lives because not everybody has three hours to, you know, watch, <laughs> uh, which is why I, um, yeah, this is, this is it, uh, which is why I like to take a lot of his information and his content. Um, I, I've done it a few times as well uh, with Oscar Blue, where I've taken their content, I cite it, I put all the links in there and I do it with their permission, by the way. Um, because they put out a lot of good content and a lot of people may not, may miss it because not everybody has three hours to watch, to sit down and watch, you know, videos. Right. And there's a lot of times where it's walking around, roaming around or what have you. And a lot of the key information that, that, that are in these live streams get, gets missed. So one of those things was 
on how the ones that were staying out there in the streets I either chose to be uh, for, you know, a variety of reasons. But one of those reasons were because, um, and I did cite it in this article that is also posted up on my Substack. I wrote this one yesterday. Uh, Biden's intentional open border policies continues to cultivate the de degradation of women. And I'm going to go into that here in a second, because all of this information is just heart-wrenching and disgusting, and it shatters the left-wing narratives about on how open borders is so humanitarian. And, uh, and you guys know that I, I love to shatter the left-wing narratives using their, their, their own quotes, their own information, and their own sources. Anyways, um, the, the woman verified that um, the ones that were allowed, like, for example, in the convention center and in some of these NGO uh, facilities, um, that those were the ones who had papers that they were at least processed by Border Patrol, meaning that they waited uh, in line for hours and hours and hours uh, in the freezing cold, that they waited in line to at least get their documents that at least their name was on record, at least even if it's false name, uh, it's there, right? There was some record that this person was existing in our country. Uh, because of one of the positive things that I guess we could say that that, that came from one of Governor Abbott's requests, uh, you guys remember that he put out that request uh, for Ken Paxton, Attorney General Ken Paxton, to investigate into the NGOs that were aiding and, and facilitating uh, the illegal aliens crossing into the border, specifically in El Paso. So because of that, they, uh, they, they became a lot more stringent, a lot more strict, and they wanted to make sure that those illegal aliens that were coming into those shelters, these makeshift shelters, including two elementaries or two middle schools that were vacant, um, the El Paso Convention Center and some of these churches, that they had at least been processed by Border Patrol. At least they had went through those lines and had those papers. So the ones that were sitting out there on the streets, the vast majority of them, uh, did not do that. So they actively avoided border patrol. Frightening. Again, all of it's frightening, but again, it raises a lot of questions, right? Um, so in addition to that, what he also discussed and he, uh, Anthony, uh, was on Dr. Gina, um, was, and, and then even just confirming when we were over the phone and watching, <laughs> Watching his lives, here's some uh, photos from some of his lives on Instagram. All of it's linked up there, so you guys can go back and watch it. Um, but he discusses on how some of the law enforcement that has now been uh, sitting at the international airport, which is also being used as a temporary uh, facility, shelter. Um, and I went into great detail about that in the in the article. Um had began noticing that a lot of these women, uh, these, these illegal aliens, these migrant women, whatever you want to call them, uh, were utilizing the WhatsApp <clears throat> to prostitute themselves. And they were waiting outside as if, you know, when you and I go to, you know, out of town, we might go stand outside of the airport and wait for our Uber or, or a taxi or the bus to come pick us up to take us to our hotels. Uh, well, they were standing outside soliciting themselves for sex uh, and using the WhatsApp to solicit themselves for sex. Um, and then in addition to that, in addition to that, um, straight from his sources, including airport employees, 
and current law enforcement officials that are working the airport. They were told to stand down by airport authorities, while many of these illegal aliens uh, were also prostituting themselves inside of the airport bathrooms and also just having sex with each other in these bathrooms. Some even citing some orgies occurring in these bathrooms of the El Paso International Airport. And the law enforcement and the volunteers were told to stand down by airport authorities to allow this to happen. So while people are coming in for the holidays or leaving for the holidays and going through the El Paso International Airport and attempt to do that and, and an attempt to pretend as if the whole world isn't just imploding, right? At least for a few days. Um, law enforcement officials and volunteers are told to turn a blind eye to disregard state law of public lewdness because it is illegal according to state law, to have sex in a public place. And I cited all of that in that article as well. Turned a blind eye. It's not happening. Why? Their reason? Their reasoning? Because they're doing it, they're considering it as it's being done in a non-binary bathroom. Just one other way on how U.S. citizens are treated differently, are discriminated against, because we would be expected, as we should, to follow these laws. But these illegal aliens that are already breaking our laws to come in here, utilizing our taxpayer dollars to do so, are also, once again, not being held to the same standards that American citizens are. And if that is not promoting, if that is not promoting the degradation of women, I don't know what else is. You want to talk about hashtag me too? A woman is worth more than her body. A woman is worth more than what her body can provide to a disgustingly gross anybody who, who who is just looking for a quick, you know, three-minute jolly. A woman is worth more than what her physical body can give her. All of those feminists out there, these left-wing lunatic feminists out there that want to sit there and scream my body, my choice, so that you can somehow convince yourself that you can, you know, kill an innocent human being inside of the womb that is not part of your body, scientifically not part of your body. You also want to promote the idea that women should have the ability to prostitute themselves. How is that advancing the rights of women? Women are worth more than selling their body for sex and what's in between their legs. And your policies are promoting this. You are promoting the degradation of women. 
You are promoting the sexualization of women. You are promoting women forcing themselves to sell their bodies and sell their, and all the emotional crap that goes along with that. And and, and psychology and science backs that up. You're allowing that because, see, they're trying to, some of them are having to raise the money for the airfares to get them where they want to go. You're allowing this to happen, not just allowing it to happen, you're promoting it. Another way that open border policies are anything but humanitarian. Going into that, let's move on to my area here in North Texas, shall we? Somebody brought this to my attention. Um, (laughs) And when we talk about how every town is a border town, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to the Secure the Border podcast on this Christmas Eve. Thank you guys very much. Um, I, I know that we're, like I said, trying to celebrate the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, as we should, because Jesus is the reason for the season. Merry Christmas. As we're getting ready to do that, this is nonstop. This is this. This doesn't stop. Nobody. This doesn't take a break. And if we are true Christians. If you proclaim to be a true Christian, then you cannot allow this to continue to happen and you stand idly by and do nothing. So while you're sitting there with your family and your friends this Christmas, this holiday season and for, you know, maybe New Year's, share this information. Like we've said, get uncomfortable, get uncomfortable, get outside of your bubble and start bringing this information up in these uncomfortable situations because again just like we stated just a few moments ago the vast majority of americans still have zero idea of how bad it has been for the last two years and how bad it's quickly escalating um to a third world country that's exactly what's happening we are escalating to a third world country we are on a fast track but we're seeing in el paso and eagle pass and other areas in our metroplex areas what you would see in a third world country but let's move on to north texas every town is a border town right lulac helps the irony in this lulac helps more than two dozen migrants rescued by fbi agents in fort worth this is according to nbc5 that's in a local uh, a local affiliate here in the dfw area according to the report there was 26 26 Honduran refugees, naked, hungry, cold, and scared that were found by FBI agents that were tipped off, essentially about a stash house. That's human trafficking. Human smuggling turned into human trafficking. They were being held there. Um, according to, the, this is according to, uh, according to the report. Don't take my word for it. They were being held there by these human traffickers until their families paid more money. We talk about this all the time. Modern day slavery, perpetual bondage. Open borders promotes this. Left-wing policies promote this. Resident Joe Biden and treasonous Mayorkas is okay with this happening. These are just the cases that are found. 
And this case in particular is in my area, in the North Texas area, hundreds of miles away from the border. What I do want to find, what I, what I do want to point out is at the very end here, this line right here. Oh, and the FBI called LULAC, LULAC to come help. <clears throat> I'm going to get to that here in a second. The migrants, well, it was two guys, these two dudes, these two demons uh, are the ones that are allegedly being charged with the smuggling of persons. But at the very end, it states the migrants will be allowed to stay in the country to testify in any possible court case. Because they are the victims of a crime of human smuggling, they will be allowed to stay here indefinitely until the court case hearings, whenever that happens. And then we'll probably receive, uh, you know, victims assistance and, and so on and so forth. I, I it, It's horrific. And yes, of course, it's horrible what happens to them. And this is happening all over. We're seeing this time and time again. Do you know how many women, American citizens, we're talking about American citizens here. Do you know how many women are raped, are sex trafficked? that are American citizens? Do you know how many American children are raped and sex trafficked? Do you know how many kits, rape kits, are sitting on the shelves that have never been tested, American citizens that will never, women and children and even men and young boys, that will never see justice? Because the money's just not there, you see, to run those rape kits. It's a hard fact, but there's a lot of resources. And then of course, these, the, the citizens, the American citizens that enjoy this abuse, their lives are destroyed. Yet the resources for them are limited. Now, I'm not saying this is horrible, what happened here in Fort Worth. It's horrible what's happening. This is happening everywhere. Everywhere here in Texas, especially the Metroplex areas, uh, it's happening all over the country. But we don't even have enough resources for our own citizens, for the crimes that are committed against our own citizens. But LULAC is going to come out there, along with, I'm sure, several other left-leaning organizations these poor migrants, they deserve everything. As horrible what happened to them. Horrible. Don't get me wrong. It's horrible. It's horrific. You want to stop it? Secure the border. That's a, It's an easy fix. Secure the damn border. Shut it down. If people, if, if the federal government, if Governor Abbott any of these actually wanted to stop it. Any of our federal agencies actually wanted to stop any of this. They could immediately, but they don't want to. Far too much money are being made off of the backs and exploitation of human beings, specifically children. And the few cases like this one that occurred right here in Fort Worth that do actually come to light because the vast majority of them don't. 
I mean, this is occurring everywhere. You only hear about the ones that get found. Anyways, I want to I want to dive into Lulac really quick because what's ironic <clears throat> is on how the FBI the FBI was called to aid with this. Uh, called LULAC. Which, of course, is part of the problem. LULAC is one of the uh, you know biggest open border organizations out there. Just like the Libre Initiative. They project themselves to be... Uh, sorry, there's like a little gnat around here. They project themselves to be, you know... Uh, especially the Libre Initiative. Oh, but we're against communism. They're part of the Bush, Koch brothers, open borders, amnesty agenda. LULAC is no different. According to the accuracy in media, and this is actually probably one of the ones that I've been wanting to do a deep dive in um, for a while now between the Libre Initiative and LULAC and other organizations I mean, this might be, uh, it's going to take a little while uh, to, to write up because I do a lot of, a lot of reading, a lot of, I, I check and verify and check and verify and check and verify several times over before I post anything, especially if I post it in a, you know, in a blog piece um, or in a sub stack. Um, I'm going to do everything that I possibly can to verify that all of my information is as accurate as humanly possible. But LULAC. I say this because there's been a few people who believe that they could infiltrate LULAC. They could infiltrate them and turn them more conservative. And I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> what? what world are you living in <laughs> that you think that you could turn LULAC, who has been around for decades since like the 1930s, don't quote me on that, uh, I'm looking for something specifically here, uh, but that they could, you know, turn turn LULAC conservative, uh, which actually one of the main um, sorry for making you guys dizzy. W one of the main offices as I'm scrolling through this because I'm looking for something very specific. Um, one of the main offices actually for LULAC is right here in um, in Fort Worth. They moved it from Dallas to Fort Worth. Uh, oh, here it is. <laughs> okay. So accuracy in media reported, as was from a few years back, LULAC, especially here, I remember my husband and I uh, remembered under Obama, LULAC was uh, behind a lot of the protest, um, you know, that, that occurred under the Obama era of, you know, open the borders, you know, no, no person is illegal. And, and uh, as it was this whole thing. I can't even remember now. It feels like forever ago. Uh, we, we were living in a different house at the time and the kids were very little. I think our daughter was just born and, and some of our neighbors uh, allowed their children to take off of school to go and, and join into, um, into these, these protests that were occurring here locally in the DFW area. I'm not going to judge them for that. Look, I mean, number one, I'm homeschool. I homeschool my daughter, but uh, even if she was in school, like public school, I probably would take her, uh, you know, to come and join some of my protests. She's come to protest with me, peaceful protests with me. She goes to the Capitol with me all the time. She, she's been down there to the border with me several times. So I'm not going to knock that. Right. I mean, that's their right. 
It's their right, their constitutional right, because, you know, as of right now, that still exists, although it only exists for the left, according to them. Um, but my point is, is that, uh, you know, they, they've operated here and they have done so much damage specifically to Dallas. And my husband personally just cannot stand LULAC because, you know, being uh, born and raised in Dallas in the inner city Dallas and the not so great areas, he's personally seen how organizations, specifically LULAC, has just destroyed the Hispanic community right here in Dallas. So he personally can't stand them. Anyways, I want to point this out. Uh, this is according to Accuracy in Media. Um, they went on to state on how basically that during these uh, protests that were occurring under the Obama administration, that LULAC, which is the League of the United uh, Latin American Citizens, or LULAC, L-U-L-A-C, was seen marching with front lock and step side by side with other known communist and Marxist organizations such as the Party for Socialism and, Liber uh, and Liberation, such as uh, the uh, Committees and Correspondents for Democracy and Socialism, Green for All, Democratic Socialist of America, which helped give Barack Obama his start in the Illinois state politics and the NAACP which Lulek is also affiliated with. So the FBI, the point is the FBI turns to Lulek to aid these quote-unquote migrants who were thrown in this horrific situation uh, and being held hostage against these smugglers. Um, they turn to Lulek, which is part of the communist regime, that is helping and funding and loves open borders, George Soros type, that is part of the problem, essentially, is my point. How much sense does that make? Like, you can't make this stuff up. I just, it's a joke. It's laughable. It's laughable at best. Um, another thing that just happened today, and uh, I had a friend actually also message text it to me because down there in um in kenny county there's a big situation again it's not even though el paso right now is in the front and center news uh we have over 1250 miles in the state of texas of border all of which are being absolutely overrun and invaded um and this is just another perfect example of how this is occurring right here in uh, or occurring in the del rio sector of a situation I'm going to start first with this. This was a tweet that was sent out by uh, Texas DPS, the Department of Public Safety. This was a few hours ago. It says, alert. Texas DPS is searching the area near FM 131, south of US 90 and Kinney County, following high-speed chase slash bailout. Numerous occupants bailed out of the vehicle and fled into the brush. You guys know I spent a lot of time down there in Kinney County. I spent a lot of time out there in the Del Rio sector. I'll be uh, actually going back out there uh, to go speak. Um, I'm so excited. It'll be a lot of fun and, and finally get to see. I feel, like, if I feel like it's been forever since I've been back down there to the Del Rio sector, which is my favorite. 
<laughs> I have my bias. It is my favorite. There's some amazing people all over the border, but especially down there in the Del Rio sector and Kinney County has a special place in my heart. Uh, so I'll be down there uh, the first, uh, right after the first of the year. Um, so I'm familiar with this area very much so. Uh, the second tweet, uh, part of their tweet from Texas DPS, a trooper heard what sounded like gunshots coming from the brush area. Several weapons were found in the brush. A perimeter has been set involving uh, local, county, and federal agencies. The suspects remain at large, and all occupants are considered to be armed and dangerous. This was part three of the tweet sent out, uh, the announcement by Texas DPS. We urge the public to avoid the area until the scene is secured. This is a preliminary investigation and Texas DPS is the lead investigating agency. Updates will be provided as they become available. There was also then sent by uh, a PSA, a public service announcement sent out by the Kinney County Sheriff's Department. This is one of them. It says two hours ago. It was a few hours ago at this point. Law enforcement ended a pursuit of a vehicle on Highway 131 towards Brackettville, Texas. All occupants absconded on foot towards the back end of Fort Clark Springs. Fort Clark Springs. For those who may not be familiar with Kinney County, Kinney County is, is a very, it's a rural small county down there. Uh, Sheriff Co. Brent Smith has been very vocal um, out there in the media, you know, Fox News and several other media sources. I've had Brent on my uh, podcast before. Um, and, uh, he actually also shared this information on, on his personal, uh, social media page as well. Um, Fort Clark Springs is like the small, most populated area in Kinney County. It is the most beautiful historical place. I've stayed on there a few times. It is, it is stunning. You want to talk about history? There's so much history there. Um, and it's beautiful. I've, I've shared some photos, um, but it is one of the most highly populated areas in Kinney County. So the occupants uh, were, were, were running on foot towards the back of Fort Clark Springs, the right in the town, right in the heart of Brackettville, right in the most heavily populated area in, in, in this rural community, in this rural county. All occupants are to be considered armed and dangerous. Stay indoors and keep all doors and vehicles locked. Updates will follow. Call 911 if any suspicious persons are seen. And a friend of mine um, from the area that had texted me had said, this has still been ongoing for over four hours. And now you know why they, they said they're considered armed and dangerous because according to Texas DPS, there were weapons found and allegedly potentially shots that were fired. Still occurring active invasion Christmas Eve smugglers could don't care. The cartel don't care. These illegal aliens don't care. 
anything, they're hoping that there's less people on the front lines. And as a matter of fact, the front lines are, are, are already wide open. Border Patrol's not out there. The vast majority of Border Patrol has been pulled back to help process. And I also went on in, um, in that last um, article, um, Anthony had mentioned in his interview about CBP-1 being used, which is a social media app. Um, so we are anticipating that, yes, Title 42 was temporarily halted. Uh, we talked about that before previously, so I'm not going to go too much into that because I want to start wrapping this up here. Um, but uh, they're going that the NGOs uh, were that that Anthony uh, has some sources and some contacts in. We're stating that they're going to be shifting uh, and pushing the use of the mobile app CBP One um, to help facilitate and make it faster and easier, um, you know, and hopefully avoid those long lines, you know, uh, for the illegal aliens that are invading our country, that they can, in fact, use this media, the social media app, CBP one to, uh, basically upload all their biometrics information and their, 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 their information. So that by the time that they arrive, by the time that these massive caravans that are forming once again, these thousands and thousands of people on their way up, um, because they know that Title 42 will be lifted. They are anticipating it. They know it. This this temporary halt, this this kick up, this last ditch effort to uh, to kick it up to the Supreme Court, which even they said, oh, well, we're going to go ahead and, and kick this. You know, we're going to ask the Biden and regime what they're they, what they would like to do with this basically is essentially uh, what that did. What uh, Justice Roberts did. Uh, they're anticipating that it will be lifted after Christmas. Uh, the Biden regime actually asked, asked, asked that title 42 be held in place until after Christmas so that they can spread the word and message about this app, uh, CBP one, uh, so that it could be utilized and to avoid, to make it more quote unquote humanitarian, just like my workers always says, it's, it's an orderly humanitarian effort. It's the active orderly humanitarian way of the invasion of our sovereign state and country and the use of this media app um, is just another tool tool in their pocketbook so that this way when title 42 is officially lifted uh hopefully it'll uh, it, it'll prevent these long lines that we've seen you know occurring out there in eagle pass and in in normandy and camado and more recently in el paso Still no mention of the children, though. You know, we put out that call to action. Um, it, you guys can find it on securetheborder.us um, under the Take Action tab. Uh, I'm not going to harp on it too much, but the, as you guys can tell, there's still zero mention about the the children, what's happening with the children. You've got all of these, even, even the mainstream media is out there in El Paso right now spinning this about the poor migrants, the poor migrants, so these poor migrants... Um, you know, they're spinning their left wing narrative out there, but at least they're out there reporting on it for the, you know, few days that they're out there. And then until they move on to the next thing, uh, you know, um, but not one mention still, not even from our state officials or state elected officials, not from our governor, 
not from Ken Paxton. We put out that call to action uh, asking for an investigation to be launched about the sex trafficking and trafficking of these unaccompanied minors. Um, Project Veritas dropped all of that information. All of the links can be found on our, on our website under the Take Action tab. So our most recent call to action uh, and our still current call to action is to contact your state legislator and ask them uh, and also the governor's app, uh, office and ask them that in the midst of this chaos, uh, don't let it distract you in the midst of this chaos, ask them to write a letter to the AG's office, which is uh, the attorney general, Ken Paxton, to launch an investigation into the alleged child trafficking of these unaccompanied minors occurring here within the state of Texas. There's also another piece out there um, that I'll be writing two follow-up pieces to. <clears throat> I just want to mention that real quick. Let's see which one, if it's, which one I have it up right here. You can also find this on the Substack, the Mid-Cities Conservative um, social media app used to sell falsified IDs in North Texas. Part two, there was a part one. Part one is also on there and it's also on our website, securetheborder.us. Um, these are some photos of, you know, the, the discarded documents and IDs that I personally collected along the uh, Texas border, along the Texas side of the Rio Grande. Uh, but, you know, I went into great detail on how there's falsified IDs. This is part two of it. Uh, how easy it is. They're selling, selling more driver's licenses uh, and passports um on social media while we're being censored and we're being kicked off you know you could spend a mere 250 dollars and get a uh a driver's license just being sold on Facebook and other social media apps so i encourage you guys to uh, also take a look at that and spread awareness of that there will be two other parts that will be released about this uh, so keep a lookout for that. And the last one, um, the last part four, I think uh, definitely will probably save that one for um, for those who have paid to subscribe to Substack and are helping to keep me on the road. Uh, last but not least, as we are celebrating the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, with our family and friends, since the media has been pretty silent about this as well. I want to also mention on how so far, and this is actually, this is the Thinking Conservative, which is a part of Epoch Times, on how so far, just this year alone, 2022, 14 Border Patrol agents have committed suicide. When we talk about an invasion, we talk about the casualties. I've talked about this before. Some of the ca casualties of this act of invasion are the young children and the young people and Americans who are dying at a rapid rate from fentanyl overdoses and methamphetamines that are pouring over this border. Some of the casualties are those women. Um, 
you know, in, in, in American citizens whose homes are being broken into, cars are being stolen, some of them being raped, held hostage in their own homes, forced from their lands that have been in their, their families for generations, you know. Those are some of the casualties by this act of invasion by these illegal aliens and the cartel and criminal organizations, the drugs and the crimes, criminal elements. Some of the casualties are these unaccompanied minors that are being trafficked and used. When you're sitting down and you are enjoying dinner with your family, I want you to think about and you're, 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 you're thinking about, well, do I, do I bring this up? Do I talk about this? Do I share these articles on social media? Do I talk about this with my left-leaning, you know, family and friends? Do I share this content? Do I talk about what's really happening at the border? While you're eating your meals in the comfort of your own home while our country is being invaded, I want you to think about how uncomfortable, you know, these children are when a young girl who is being sex trafficked, this unaccompanied minor being trafficked right here using your tax Texas taxpayer dollars to do so and federal taxpayer dollars to do so and are being raped by 20 to 30 men daily. Think about how uncomfortable it is for them. I'm just asking you to share the information. I'm asked, asking you to, to take part in some of our action items. That's all I'm asking you to do. Think about the 14 Border Patrol agents who have committed suicide this year. Think about the Texas National Guardsmen who have died or have also committed suicide this year. How many more casualties there will be as we get closer and closer to 2023. And yet we still have almost two years left of this Biden regime and a Republican Party that could care less it's several several including john cornyn republicans that voted for the omnibus bill to send more money to the ukraine to not do anything about to secure our own sovereign border not only did this omnibus bill include uh, no money for our own border wall or border security. It actually uh, took away more money from our border patrol and from our ICE and HSI. The only thing that, you know, the whole world at this point is against us. This is all part of the communist Marxist global takeover world economic forum. I'm going to totally sound like a conspiracy theorist at this point. We all are right. Uh, our own government is even after us and not just the Democrats, even the treasonous Republicans like, uh, you know, John Cornyn that votes for less border security to spend more of our money <clears throat> at the time of high inflation, high crime rate. You know, you guys know it all. I'm speaking. I'm preaching to the choir here. The only thing that is stopping the complete and utter takeover right now of the United States. The only thing that stands in between us and the total and complete loss of, of any glimpse of freedom that we have here 
as citizens is us, the citizens. That's it. Our government's not going to stand up for us. Not the, the state government, not the local government, not the federal government. They're actively all working against us, the American citizens. So get uncomfortable, spread the information, spread the content. And guys, please visit the website, securetheborder.us, securetheborder.us. Um, you guys can donate there to the uh, Alliance for Save Texas, uh, to the nonprofit if, you, if you're able to. Um, but for sure, please sign up for emails and also uh, take a look at those action items and take action. You want to know what you can do? Take action. Take action, spread the content, spread the information. And then find uh, the Mid-Cities Conservative on Substack. You can download that app. It is free. You can subscribe for free um, and help to share that information out there as well. Um, There's a point where, you know, I I felt it last year. I felt it also during 2020. Uh, I remember when Christmas and Thanksgiving and the holidays came around where just things just didn't feel the same. We just feel it, right? It's heavy. This This is very burdensome. All of this, all of it, all of it. We're just getting attacked from all angles. But um, I just want to remind you guys that we do not serve the world. If you are a Christian, you do not serve the world. This isn't even about as much as I bleed red, white, and blue. This isn't even about this great United States. This isn't even about Texas. This is about standing up for what's right and standing up for godly principles and, and, and being bold and standing up against this evil But in the end, God wins. And we can be thankful for our family. We can be thankful for our health. We can be thankful every day that we have even just a little bit of freedom. Because things could and probably will get far worse. I'm going to enjoy today. I'm going to enjoy tonight. I'm going to enjoy the time with my family. And I hope and pray that you guys too do as well. And share the information, of course, when you can. But I just want to thank you guys. Let me check some of the comments here. Before I log off. <clears throat> yes. Merry Christmas to you, Scarlett. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan figures they would call Lulag. Exactly. It was a joke. The whole thing was a, just a joke. It's just a joke. I appreciate you guys so very much uh, sharing the information and logging in tonight. Even many Texans who think that Abbott is doing all he can do to protect his citizens' properties, rights, and livelihoods. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, a lot of people really do believe that Governor Abbott is 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 actually doing something because that's what they see, right? They see it on social media, uh, the right wing news, and that's why it's so important, guys, to follow independent journalists to help support people like Anthony, like Ben, like Oscar, like Auden. Um, and now I'm trying, um, you know, log on to Substack, please, if you're able to help to subscribe, uh, to, to, to subscribe. And, and if, if you can do it monthly, great. Um, because even the right wing media does the same thing. If you look at, if you look at what the left wing media says and what the right wing media says, and I'm not just talking about MSM, right? I'm talking about in general, right? They're essentially saying the same thing, but in reverse. They just flip the script. They're using the same exact verbiage. They're using the same exact, I mean, it, it, it's the same stuff. It's the same stuff. 
independent journalist, it really is where the future is going to lie. If you're going to get real truthful information about what's really going on, independent journalism really is the future. And the one thing I've got to give Elon Musk credit, and you guys know I can't stand the guy. You guys know that I've said and I've screamed it at the top of my lungs while so many people, you know, are saying, oh, Elon Musk is like some big free speech savior of the world. Um, he He's the guy shows up to a Halloween party wearing a, 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 a literally like a Satan costume. I mean, you can't make this stuff up. He, he's a transhumanist. He wants to literally use Neuralink to put chips in your brain. You don't know what transhumanism is. It has nothing to do with the LGBTQ stuff. Okay. Look up what transhumanism is. It's essentially those like Elon Musk, like Bill Gates, like many others, like George Soros, who it's their attempt to become immortal and to make humanity as we know it irrelevant and to replace it all with you know ai artificial intelligence it's all part of this push right all of this is all part of it sounds crazy i know but i'm telling you this has been it's been long documented for years now and elon musk is part of that but anyways enough bashing elon musk i always give credit where credit is due just like i'll do for governor abbott and anyone else um, I don't attack people personally. I always say what I say and I give my opinions based off of information, credible information that I can provide the receipts for, right? I can provide it. So I can show you uh, <laughs> if we had enough time, man, we, we could sit here and do this for hours. But one thing that I will give Elon Musk credit for, he said, you know, He's, he's basically said, like, all of you journalists that think that you are somehow elites, they, they journalists with these mainstream media sources believe that they're untouchable. On the left and the right, especially, okay, they believe that they're untouchable um, and that there's no consequences. Rules for thee, but not for me. The same crap that we see, you know, with the elitist on all sides and the, you know, party and everything else. Well, the journalists are no different. And so he's actually made some references. I, I think it's funny. I see so many blue check marks. I haven't paid the $8 yet. What for? Uh, but it reminds me like now everybody has a blue check mark, right? Before it was only reserved. Those blue check marks were only reserved for the elites. They were only reserved, you know, for media sources. It was only reserved for, for important people, right? And, and, and you, you, you'd be more likely to look at something uh, a tweet from someone with blue check mark next to their name. Well, now everybody has a blue check mark next to their name. Those who have paid the eight dollars, uh, you know, to do so. And I think it's funny because it reminds me of um, of that uh, that 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 scene from um, uh, the the what was it called? The Incredibles. You guys remember the Disney Pixar before they really went woke? Uh, the Incredibles, uh, the family of superheroes. Uh, and the one villain in the very first uh, Incredibles movie, my son used to love that show. Oh, my gosh. We watched it so many times. We were forced to watch it so many times because he loved it so much. Uh, the villain there, he says, you know, when, when everyone is super, meaning when everybody has superpowers, then no one will be super. And that's like that clip that kept on replaying as I'm seeing all these blue check marks, you know, uh, going up all throughout Twitter and in these Twitter spaces. I'm like, when everyone's got a blue check mark then it doesn't matter. It's irrelevant anymore. Right. So anyways, uh, like I said, I'll give credit where credit's due guys find me on fake book, uh, my personal page, Sheena Rodriguez, the Alliance for a safe Texas page. 
if you're not a troll, uh, you're welcome to apply or secure the border private page. You will be vetted for that. Find me on Getter. Getter, at least I know I'll never be censored. Find me on YouTube and please find me on Substack. All of the information, uh, of course, all the social media links, and, and I'm also on Twitter, um, can all be found on our securetheborder.us website, securetheborder.us, securetheborder.us. And go find the Mid-Cities Conservative, Sheena Rodriguez, on Substack. Guys, I think that's long enough. Thank you guys for tuning in. Um, I truly want to wish every single one of you guys a, a, a very merry and blessed and peaceful uh, Christmas and Merry Christmas Eve. And I will probably be taking the next few days out uh, off and I'll try to stay away from, <laughs> from social media. I'm going to try at least for a few days. So God bless you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, and let's continue to do all that we can to secure our sovereign state border and save our sweet Texas. Merry Christmas and God bless you guys. Good night.